the social introvert. Stop putting all y'all business on social media. It's gotten a little out of hand. Some of you bitches will take a selfie on a canyon and say, oh, I'm hiking solo. That's your milk carton picture, bitch. Stop doing that shit. <laughs> Especially the girl who posts everything on social media. Don't be that girl. You're in a relationship. You post your ussies and your selfies. Team love, hashtag goals and relationships. <laughs> Pictures of fucking lions and kings and queens and Beyonce and Jay-Z. And the minute that motherfucker cheats on you, now you're posting scriptures like a pastor. <laughs> If God is with me, then no one can be against me. Hashtag the Lord. Then that motherfucker quits you, and now you're a motivational speaker. Never make someone a priority when you're only an option to them. Hashtag team solo. Oh, my God. Then you get tired of being lonely. Now you're the fitness bitch. Squat challenge, bitch. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I am your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 408. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If you want to find me on social media, you can go on Instagram and Twitter and follow me at Davis. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at social intro pod. Send your thoughts. You got any questions? You want to send me suggestions on a dope ass TV show you think that I might like? Don't hesitate. Send those emails over to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to talk about one show. I'm not going to spoil any details on it. I just wanted to give a shout out to Rain Coleman. Uh, there is a show that he put me on to a while ago and i just been watching bits and pieces episodes here and there it's called the cooker castamar it's on netflix you know how i feel about netflix but if rain is suggesting it and saying hey this is what it has this is how you're gonna feel while watching it so you know buckle up and and get ready for the ride and i love the show the cooker castamar is phenomenal this is another tv show that i highly enjoy um, I'm still watching the first lady. I'm not done with the first lady. Um, I'm not done with Luther. Um, and then people are like, man, you just now watching Luther. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, bro, like you bugging. I know I'm bugging. I love Luther. Um, but like I said, I've watched like maybe four or five episodes. I know what episodes they were. So, um, I may skip those couple of episodes and keep going and watching it. Or I might just watch them again. Because, hey, I don't know. There's, there's just not a lot of UK television that I watch. There's some, but not like that. I've watched the original Office with Ricky Gervais, but yeah, that, that's about it. Or shows with, um, what's her name from the 007 movies? Uh, Judy Dench. I've seen some of her stuff, but yeah, that's about it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. Garfield 2 took place in the UK, I think. I don't fucking know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I am still currently right now struggling on who I want to go see in August. So again, in August, we have Currency performing at the Howard Theater in Washington, D.C. We have Kendrick Lamar also in August performing in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I really want to go see him. 
Charlotte, North Carolina is four hours and 32 minutes away. Currency, where he's going to be at the Howard Theater in DC is four hours and one minute. And I'm sitting here trying to like, which one, which one? Like, if you know me, Currency's my favorite rapper. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, you already know why. Like, I love Kendrick. He has a brand new album out. I would like to see him perform those songs and other songs. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't, you know, that's not a bad time. I want to go, I want to go enjoy myself and see Kendrick perform live. But I'm also thinking, I'm like, well, maybe I want to go see both. But it depends on how much them tickets cost. <laughs> I got to see the KDOT tickets because I think them tickets are going to be expensive. Uh, the currency show, I know those tickets aren't going to be like crazy expensive because he don't do that to his fans. That's the one thing I love about currency. He going to make sure the shit is affordable for you to come in and enjoy. The show might be packed out and sold out and you might be like, you might not have nowhere to sit, but you're going to be in the building. He's going to get you to it. I've seen currency twice already. And there have been situations where well, not me, because I got them early. There have been situations where the house was packed. Um, I think that second time was at the House of Blues in Myrtle Beach. The House of Blues was packed and he got the last bit of people. He, he's like, hey, nah, squeeze them in, man. Like, get them up in here. And they were standing and they enjoyed themselves the entire time. But yeah, um, I think I might do Washington, D.C. This is only four hours and one minute away. I'm surprised that Charlotte, I'm surprised that Charlotte, N.C. is four and a half while D.C. is maybe like, uh, it, and it's still like four hours. Like, Don't get me wrong. It's still the same distance pretty much when you think about it, but DC being only just at four and then you got a city that's within the same state being a little further out then that is it's quite interesting I don't know but I mean it's not really it's not really all that crazy when you think about it because I'm like an hour and some change about an hour and 20 uh, away from Virginia uh, so yeah I think I'll be making a trip also to Virginia Beach really soon that's my stomping grounds and it's just because man i just want to go out there just to go out there it's been a while i love virginia beach um and i love the surrounding area I, the seven cities that's where i come from so yeah i want to talk about today jurassic park uh jurassic world <laughs> dominion oh boy uh not good not good at all this is the same experience that I had while watching Fantastic Beasts 3 The Secrets of Dumbledore same disappointment same hurt I think I don't know I think the Jurassic Jurassic Park hurts more because or Jurassic World because now it's now it's a part of the same it, it, it's a whole series now like at first thinking about it you got Jurassic Park the Lost World, then you have Jurassic Park 3. What was the third one called? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> then years and years and years down the line, we get Jurassic World, Jurassic World 2. Which one was that called? Because it had like a kind of a cool name to go with it. What was it called? Uh, I don't know. And then now we have Dominion. 
I'm gonna just be upfront. I've never seen the first Jurassic World or the second one. Didn't care to the dinosaurs, the CGI did not look like it was on par from the dinosaurs or the T-Rex, I mean, that I saw in uh, Jurassic Park. That's the crazy part and people aren't, see, people can't see what I'm seeing. Like, look at the detailing in the CGI of the dinosaurs in Jurassic World versus what you saw when that T-Rex stepped on the scene in 1994 in Jurassic Park, um, trying to eat the, the brother and sister inside that Jeep. Go, go back and look at that. It looks so fucking real compared to what we're getting now. But anyway, that's another conversation for another day. I don't know what the hell happened here, but my brother gave me a rundown of what the first and second Jurassic World was. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so at the beginning of Jurassic World, it starts off wonderful. They're just everything that's going on with humans living with dinosaurs. And this is how many people died. And it almost looked similar. Actually, it was. Um, the, the now this news where they show the clips of what the current time is or what happened back in history or what's happening now and shit like that. They were showing that and I'm like, oh man, this is dope. That's maybe five minutes and then it switches up, man. And now we're talking about locusts. Locusts seem to be the villain of this movie, not so much the dinosaurs, Basically, in short, what they did with this movie was nothing, basically. They didn't do anything. It didn't progress. I mean, there's so many things where you could take a Jurassic World movie. If you're trying to tie it to the first three, there's so many things that you can do with that. Like a desolate world where humans live in and, and dinosaurs have taken over. Like, if they could do it within the, the second uh, Planet of the Apes movie, the, the remakes, where humans were living on one side of the city, the apes were living on the other side of the city. Like, they did it with little to no explanation. Like, they just, hey, this is what it is. This is what's going on. And uh, they don't like each other, obviously. But, you know, that's a much, much better movie. I mean, shout out to Matt Reeves. But... Jurassic World 3, nothing happened. It's just like, oh yeah, they're living amongst dinosaurs and that's it. And there's this whole thing where the locusts are what you should worry about, not the dinosaurs. Then the team up with like Dr. Alan Grant and, and uh, Jeff Goldblum's character, which that was the real reason why I went to see this movie because I'm like, hey, I ride with Jeff Goldblum um, I want to see what he's doing in this movie. Barely anything. There's a, a callback with Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. Um, Ian. Uh, Dr. Ian. Shit, what's his last name? I can't think of his last name. But Dr. Ian, um, in the first Jurassic Park, he does a little flare thing to kind of flag down the T-Rex to get him away from eating the, the brother and sister that were inside the Jeep. And he throws the flare and then he makes a run for it. He does it again in this one, but he's a little smarter about it. This time he had like a tree branch full of like fire or something like that. I don't know. But the build up to the new team of Jurassic World teaming up with the old crew of Jurassic Park. Um, 
the buildup wasn't worth anything. Like they just bumped into each other and then it was like, hey guys, we gotta team up. I don't know you and blah, 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 blah. It it built up to nothing. Like there was like three or four different fucking subplots within this movie. Some girl that's a clone or something like that. And then there's like this red laser dot. Like there is this trigger thing for uh, this red laser dot. And if you point the red laser dot at somebody, the dinosaurs will attack them at will. Something that triggers the dinosaurs. It is so stupid. It's so dumb. And I, I said, if this is how they're ending the franchise, here's the thing. I didn't even know that they were trying to tie Jurassic World into Jurassic Park. That's a little weird because people shit on the second Jurassic Park and the third Jurassic Park movie. I kind of let Jurassic Park, The Lost World go because Jeff Goldblum, like I said before, he's in it and I got an affinity for Jeff Goldblum. So I kind of let it go. I like the second Jurassic Park movie, but ain't nothing beating that first one. I don't think Jurassic Park should have been a franchise because this right here was just, damn, this was not good. <laughs> I can tell you what was good though. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick is incredible i love it 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 go see top gun maverick um man and speaking of tom cruise there's a new mission impossible trailer out i haven't seen a new trailer i'm gonna go watch it after i finish recording um but i've yet to see a bad mission impossible movie and i know this one's gonna be no different this is I hope he's doing some crazy ass stunt. It wouldn't be Mission Impossible if he wasn't doing no wild ass stunt. I can't wait to see it. Real quick though, um, I'm gonna get into some new music. This is from an artist by the name of Markeith Black. The name of the song is titled Lucrative. I think it's pretty dope. Um, I just randomly found him on YouTube and in Instagram, but check it out. The Social Introvert. Impatient. Hoping that my time will soon come, then I waste it. Sitting in the bar, sipping rum, I can't feel it. When the pressure comes, I get numb, so speechless. Then I pack my bags, then run to the countryside. Problem surface only on my phone, where the envy lies. All my friends made it on their own, it's a fucking crime. Thought that it was best to be alone, now I'm out my mind. Spirit searching for a stable home, uh. Who I'm racing, just my imagination. Ali racist, start a new creation. It ain't working, now the process fading. No memory card, lost all my savings. I don't see the end as I did before. I remember times, thought that I could soar. Now it's nothing but a fantasy that I cling on to, hoping it comes back to me. Every time I'm falling down. It's bigger every round I'm losing grip of my destiny What the fuck is my destiny? 
If nothing really matters, why I care so much that I refuse to slice my stomach and spill on my guts. The thoughts are going deep, makes me tremble inside. What's the equation I can't solve? Is it pride? Is it fear? Is it love that keeps me going back? My environment is healthy, it won't give me a heart attack. I could live in my bubble and accomplish nothing. My regrets would get on the mic and sing. Why the fuck? Do I keep on rambling? Took the chance, rolled the dice, now I'm gambling. Trying so hard to reach the point that I lose sight of my true intentions. When I sit down and write, but I'm alright. When I'm not thinking abstract, oversimplifying situations that don't need a track. Body again, I lose interest, go on to the next one. Fuck you, my darling, you're not my only one. Every time I'm Once again, that is Lucrative by Markeith Black. He's available on all music streaming services. Go check him out. He's pretty dope. So, uh, The Game has dropped a new single with Hit Boy. I believe it's titled Violence. He is really gearing up to drop a 30-track album called Drillmatic for whatever reason. And I stated my frustrations with The Game because he ain't got to do this shit. JC on the game Taylor can rap his ass off and he is man he is great at it he is great he has to me one of the top discographies in the hip-hop genre this man is great I don't see why he needs to seek attention all the he it's just you can feel like he's doing it just for attention just because Nas and hit boy have this this bromance this AKA Mario and Luigi spaghetti and meatball combo of, of, of a duo going on. And it sounds great. Doesn't mean that you like, well, I'm gonna do the same thing too. And it just, from him, it seems like he's clout chasing and he doesn't have to do that. So I don't know when it's coming out, but um, maybe I'll listen to it. I don't have time for 30 track albums. Um, the other project that's out there that's, produced entirely by hit boy is called hit girl by dreezy dreezy is a, a female artist from chicago and i've always been a fan of dreezy love her um she is dope as hell but this shit right here man and i think the dreezy album is only like 10 11 tracks i think if i'm not mistaken but this shit with the 30 track shit to flood the goddamn streaming service you don't have to do that game this is silly he was on a podcast with Pac-Man Jones, Brandon Jennings, you know, the I Am Athlete TV stuff that you could watch on YouTube. And it was interesting, but it got to one part where he was asked to say nice things about 50 Cent. Check this clip out. And this is the weird part about it, too, because just a few years ago, there was a picture of 50 in the game in the same club standing within the same vicinity of one another and everything was cool they were keeping the peace and they were like hey we don't want no bullshit like we came here to party and chill his crew was chilling 50s crew was chilling and everything was cool but i was just like i'm like bro really like come on this is what pisses me off about him he ain't gotta do it man like he could just drop music and and he ain't even supposed to be dropping music i thought he retired with the 
whatever that album was called. I don't know. Like, and another thing that irritates me about 30 track albums is this new Logic album titled Vinyl Days. Vinyl Days is a feature heavy project. And um, yeah, he was in a recent interview with Rory and Maul. And it was a different sounding logic. You know, it's not the the high anxiety level logic. The one this isn't biracial logic. This is not that logic anymore. This logic this time around is a very douchehead tool sounding logic. Like he's just he doesn't even sound like he's gotten over the bullshit. He's like, I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, yeah, man. And did it, did it, did it, and just trying to crack jokes that didn't even really land like that. It's just like he was like shoot some some gay innuendo towards Maul. He'd be like, Happy Pride Month, man. Like, nigga, you're not funny, and you're still a lame. And even if you got the features you got on, on your album, I'm still not really going to listen to your album. I'm going to just handpick some of the songs. He does have a joint with Blue on there. Uh, I'm, I'll check that one out since I am a huge Blue fan. And that'll be it. I'm not... Please rap with a purpose. I believe Cole Jackson said this the other day. He's like, I'm not listening to your shit if you're just going to be sitting there rapping for the sake of rapping. Like, rap with a fucking purpose. Um, you know, he, he, he cleaned it up a little bit. He didn't really say all of that. What I'm saying, you know, I'm gonna just curse, but he said, yeah, man, at least rap with a purpose, rap with something to say. So that's kind of where I'm at with logic. And maybe I am just a little tough on him. Like I, I, I want to give him a chance, but I feel like he peaked at the debut album and that's not good. So you had everything in the world you wanted to say on the Young Sinatra tapes and the, the Young Broken Infamous um, project. And then it got to Under Pressure and and you you basically gave us all you had. You gave us your life story and that was it. You shouldn't have did that. Under Pressure should have been later. Um, I still think his best song till this day might, it might be between Buried Alive, Gang Related, and uh, the, the title track under pressure the i think it's that 10 minute song where he's rapping about what he was going through and then he raps in the perspective of his sister leaving a voicemail to him then he raps in the perspective of his dad leaving a voicemail to him that is a beautiful song amazing other than that man now that i go back and really listen uh past under pressure and i'm like there's not really much else that he had to say after that so but yeah man and then what happened with that doc d shit that he did i don't know because he tried to come back for a little short period under a different name uh by doc d ain't nobody take that shit serious but he's back now as logic he's on his own independent and apparently he's still shitting on def jam when he's not up there anymore get over it so I was going to come up with something brand new um, and make it a part. I think I made a mistake. I said I was going to turn it into a podcast series, but I don't want to do that. I want to make it a segment um, of the Social Introvert podcast. So basically, I was going to do something like the first time I heard this album or this song and, you know, 
you know, pick a year type of thing. And I was recently inspired by another podcaster. Every week, he does something called the Gold, Silver, and Bronze. And it's basically three different joints from a certain era. And he decides if he wants to give it a gold, a silver, or a bronze based on how he feels about it or what it made him feel at the time. Uh, this is John from the John Effect podcast. And I was like, damn. I was, and I've been, you know, because I listened to the John Effect podcast. And I was like, damn. I said, I want to do something like that. But, you know, you don't you don't just deliberately copy motherfuckers like that. Don't do that. That's, that's never good. You're not even authentic with it. So I was going to come with a new concept, not concept, but a new segment. And I haven't thought of a name in particular, but I'll sit with it. And it's basically just going to be talking about the first time I heard this song or in particular, like I can already tell you the very first one will be uh, Corrupts. We can freak it off of the Corruption album from 96. Um, I don't know what it is about that fucking song. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. That song does something to me for for whatever reason. I love that song, but that's another conversation for another day. I'm going to probably start it next week with the concept. So, And um, I was just thinking, too, as well, with school, and I failed two classes so far, and I... I don't know, maybe I did overreact a little bit, but my attitude was a little different. And then I got told that uh, that if this is what it does to me, then I don't think that you should be doing this. And it, which really pissed me off because I know how much to me, I don't look at it as being in debt. This to me is an investment. If you have a school that you attend that gives you tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment, probably more i think it's about like 30 to 40 some thousand dollars um that's nothing to be played with and that's some shit that you need to take serious this is this isn't me learning to go to school how to to do music and learn how to make beats i know how to do all of that i've been doing that since i was in elementary school this is me finally just not being afraid no more and to say fuck it and go in full force like if you really want to be in that industry go and be in that industry just don't freelance yourself through life with it just take it to a professional level so that's why i decided to do this don't tell me that oh if this is how you're gonna act you don't need to be a part of it no that's uh, wrong choice of words because now you're making me angry <laughs> And there's been multiple people that said that. And I was like, well, you just went back to school to just to put yourself in debt. And I'm like, this isn't me getting in debt. This is an investment. This is how I know I'm that talented. I am talented enough to achieve a position or get myself somewhere in the industry. I'm pay that shit right off. This ain't this is an investment. There's good debt, there's bad debt, there's bad investments, there's good investments. It all depends on what road you go down and the choices you make and if it'll result into a good or a bad thing. Just remember that. So no, I don't look at this as me putting myself in debt to go to college. No, because I know the exact fucking purpose on why I'm going. 
I'm not just hopping into a fucking college and saying, well, I'm going for business management and not do nothing with it. Like, are you kidding me? Like, no, I'm not just going into computer science because that's the other because I'm doing a dual a dual enrollment. I'm not just going to school for software engineering just to walk out and say I type really fast on a damn keyboard. Same thing here. Same thing here with this school for me. I'm going for music production technology. I already know how to do all of that. The thing is, is how to maneuver my way professionally and conduct myself in such a professional way. I'm not just doing this to make beats and then hit the top 200 billboard and shit. Like, no, nigga, like that's, that's basic shit. Them niggas don't even get paid really to do that. They get paid pennies and crumbs and shit for that. The path I'm taking is much further than that. Now, if I do get Grammy nominated or Grammy award winning or um, billboard charted or, you know, awarded at the American Music Award, great, beautiful. That's not the goal for me. That is not the goal. If you've been watching what I've been doing for quite some time, which is showcasing different artists, technically an A&R, you know, artist development, because people say, oh, that's dead. And this, this, that, and the third. Like, no, you niggas are lazy and you don't want to take time with these people. And they're begging for you to say, hey, listen to my shit and help me get to the next step. That's what I want to do. I'm trying to take this shit to the next step. And you niggas are just sitting here like, just sign to, you know, take your demo to a record label. That don't work no more. I can literally sit here and make a career out of being my own engineer in A&R showcasing artists i don't have to have anybody signed to me i could just have them consult with me and have steps a b c one two three ready for them and knowing what to do like i, I don't have time for that shit. and niggas be thinking that you sitting here going to a school technically it's really a film school but they have a recording portion i'm attending the recording portion of it they thinking i'm going to fucking school to be a kendrick lamar no 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 I don't want to be that. I don't want to be Nas or Jay-Z. I'm not going to school for any of that. I know how to do all of that. I can sit here, record some shit within the next couple of months and then drop it. I don't know. And I'm sick and tired of that because niggas don't understand what people are doing. Like if you, if you just don't understand it and you've never been in that circle, just shut up. And that includes podcasting too, because I'm sick and tired of people speaking on things that they have zero experience in. Like, leave it alone, just shut up. Like, at least help and suggest or recommend and say, hey man, let me help you do this instead of trying to pass judgment because you notice an attitude is off in an individual. People go through shit. I was upset because I failed two classes. I was on a damn streak of just straight A's and B's. And then I get two F's. Of course I'm gonna be mad about it. This is not a game. This is it's not a damn game to me. <laughs> oh my God, man. I'm, I just, that bugs the hell out of me. Cause now we're, it just feels like we're in a time where it's just wrong or people try to criticize you because you got upset about something. It could be about anything in general, but the fact that you got upset is it's wrong or something like knock it the fuck off, man. People are going to react and be upset about things because it's the principle of said situation that they're upset about. Knock it off. But anyway, I'm out of here. That wraps this episode up for me. Thank you for listening to episode 408 
of the Social Introvert Podcast. Real quick, shout out to the Jonathan Podcast, 12 Cow Podcast. We came from Bad News, uh, Conversation Card Artists, Tactless Know It All, Two Awkward Millennials, Brunch with Besties, all my favorite podcasts as usual. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Shout out to the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast with your host, Rain Coleman. And shout out to Whitney Janae of the Sex with Friends Podcast. Last but not least, shout out to Robin Mortal. He is one of our blog content creators of the BYNK Radio website. I am also a blog content creator myself. Just go to bynkradio.net, go to the lifestyle section, scroll down to you see social introvert. And as usual, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. Please enjoy this four-day weekend. Well, I got I some of y'all might have three days. I got a four-day weekend, so I only did a Monday through Thursday. But <laughs> enjoy this weekend, live it up. Um I know people are upset. And this is right around the corner of 4th of July. Like, I knew something was going to happen. The Roe versus Wade turn, the pro-gun, the, the whole thing. People are like, if you're celebrating 4th of July, I don't know, something must be wrong with you. Like, no, don't even think about 4th of July. Just think of the fact that you got four damn days off and you chilling. Just look at it like that. And I I'm, I'm promise you're going to have a blast. But with that being said... Enjoy yourselves, hug and kiss your families, hug and kiss your mom and pop, hug and kiss your babies, little cousins, all of that. Um, please don't get into no damn altercation or argument or debate over what happened. Like, that's never good. Unless it's with somebody who is willing to talk it out and, you know, give you their take, like a agree to disagree type thing. If you know somebody's just going to react and turn the hell up over what just happened, don't converse with them about that situation. <laughs> Just have a good time, eat and drink. And um, yeah, have a good one. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. The Social Introvert. She said, but you're probably gonna
Brian K. The radio.